and thanks for joining me for this episode of Legal Q&A. I'm your host, Peter Lamont, and this is utlradio.com, your business success and legal information station. So today we're going to be answering a question about retaliation and whether or not someone has grounds to sue an employer that terminated them in retaliation. We're going to get to that question in just one second. But before we do, I want to talk to you for a second about technology and, if you're a business, the importance of having a professional, easy to to understand, easy to work with website. And I want to talk to you about a company called BlakeDevelopment.net. Now, they are experts in website development, in mobile app development, and they are super professional, high-quality products that start at $199. Take a listen. BlakeDevelopment.net is the discount leader in website design hosting and online marketing. Websites start at just $200, and they have search engine optimization packages starting at $300. BlakeDevelopment.net also specializes in logo creation and trademark. Call 844-SITE-123. That's 844-SITE-123. So BlakeDevelopment.net, they've got website building packages. They've got deals that allow you to hire full or part-time software developers, graphic engineers, uh, or graphic designers, I should say. And they've got a ton of deals They also manage Facebook pages and search engine optimization. It's all there at BlakeDevelopment.net. All right, let's get into the question now. So the question is, do I have grounds to sue an employer that terminated me in retaliation? Uh, I was retaliated against for reporting that my supervisor assaulted me during a discussion in regard to how she treated me. All right, so let's, let's get to the general overview here. Is retaliation a claim? Is it something that's actionable? And the answer is yes. And there's something that is called SEPA, the Conscientious Employee Protection Act. It's, it's abbreviated as CEPA, SEPA. Now, a SEPA claim is one that's brought by an employee against his or her employer for retaliation. For whistleblowing, what does that mean? Well, whistleblowing essentially is disclosing or threatening to disclose to a supervisor or a public body an activity, policy, or practice of the employer that the employee reasonably believes is in violation of the law or is fraudulent or criminal. Okay, And another type of SEPA claim arises when an employee objects to or refuses to participate in any activity, policy, or practice which the employee reasonably believes is in violation of the law. Now, SEPA, okay, is something that is is a federal law, but it's adopted by the states. So there is a state statute in is is just as far as I know, all the states concerning whistleblowing. All right. Now, the one thing that's important, at least here in New Jersey, you have to understand that a SEPA claim has a one-year statute of limitations, and that means that if you don't initiate your lawsuit within a year from the date of retaliation, you're going to be barred, okay? There's also no necessity to file a complaint with the EEOC, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. All you have to do is bring a lawsuit within a year, 
okay, and that again is New Jersey law, you have to check your own state's law concerning statute of limitations, but in New Jersey it's a year, okay? And basically where you believe that you've reported something um, and they have fired you because of it, that can be considered a violation and constitute a SEPA claim. Now, you know, remedies under SEPA, meaning what, what do you get if you sue? Okay, well, you can get an award for emotional distress, pain and suffering. But in most cases, the, the largest part of your claim is for economic damages. In other words, back pay, front pay, loss of benefits, loss of, like that would include a 401k, you know, those sorts of things. Those are really the bulk of the damages. And, um, you know, in New Jersey, at least, the law holds that absent an actual discharge or constructive discharge, the employee doesn't have a, a claim for economic damages. So what does that mean? Well, that means that if you're not fired, but you leave and then try to file a SEPA claim, you're not going to be able to recover economic damages, which are, again, the bulk of your damages in a SEPA claim. So you have to either be fired or you have to be constructively discharged. And constructive discharge is something that people kind of get confused with all the time because constructive discharge um, essentially means that they were so mean to you, they were so bad that the, the terms and conditions of your employment were so dismal, right, that you were forced to quit. And or that's that's really a tough, tough sell. I mean, that typically happens with uh, hostile work environment claims, right, where it's excessively hostile. But it's kind of difficult to prove a constructive damages discharge or, or, or you know, claim like that. So while SEPA provides for economic damages under situations where you're fired or constructively discharged, keep in mind, obviously, that. Constructive discharge is factually based. It's a little more difficult to prove. So, uh, you know, just just keep that in mind. But to answer the question, the question is absolutely yes. You do have rights under SEPA and under New Jersey state law. And, uh, you know, you could check that out in your own state and find out what your specific state statute is. But absolutely, you have a, a grounds to file a claim for whistleblowing or retaliation. Now, there are a ton of cases out there. I mean, an absolute ton of cases out there um, that talk about this issue because there are so many people that file discrimination claims and not a lot of them, you know, are, are successful. But if you're interested in learning more about this topic, what I suggest you do is that you scan the internet for SEPA, C-E-P-A, SEPA claims in you know your state, okay? Because you want to see what some of the cases say, what some of the information out there is concerning whistleblowing, okay? Um, <clears throat> the general rule, by the way, here in New Jersey is that most employees may be fired at any time, for any reason, or for no reason at all, under the at-will doctrine. And that's how it really is across the country. 
Um, however, there have been many exceptions that, that have been made to the general rule, and, and they typically come in the form of either statutory provisions or discriminatory reasons, discriminatory laws. So you're at will for the most part unless you signed a contract, but the majority of us in this country are at will employees. At will employees means that we can be fired for any reason or no reason at all. We just get fired. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have an employment law claim. You'd have to be able to show that you were fired for a discriminatory reason. And that discriminatory reason could also contain a SEPA claim. So, for example, let's say that you file a lawsuit or you go to the EEOC, and and that's probably a better example. Let's stick with this one. So you're at work and your supervisor is harassing you, and it, it's, it's something that's consistent and it's upsetting you and it's creating a hostile work environment. So you go to the EEOC and you file a charge against or a complaint with the EEOC saying that your employer is creating a hostile work environment and thereby discriminating against you or just creating a hostile work environment. You know, those are two things, discrimination and hostile work environment. So the EEOC, let's say, finds that the employer is, in fact, creating a hostile work environment and they award you, I don't know, a little bit of money, a raise or whatever it is that you were fighting over, right? But you're still at the company. You're still working there. But now you have really, really ticked off the supervisor. Like this guy is out for blood. He's so mad at you. And so over the course of the next few months, this guy is making your life a living hell. Okay? You're working the night shift. There's, you know, if there's something gross going on, you're cleaning it up. It's just whatever the case might be. But you're miserable. Now, you might have the makings of a potential SEPA claim. Now, if you get fired, then you could always go back and say that he retaliated against you, you were fired, you were being punished for making the claim in the first place with the EEOC. Or if it is so, so bad that it offends the the, the sensitivities of a reasonable person and you have no option but to quit and you can prove that that is constructive discharge, then again, you would have a SEPA claim. Does that make sense? Okay. Now, in addition to SEPA, there are other state law statutes, depending upon the state, that contain anti-retaliation provisions. Okay. And you've got to be aware of them as well. Some of them are specific to an industry, um, but you know, you've got to, you got to check that out. Instances where SEPA may come up, come up right, where they, that may uh, be a claim that you're going to raise happens a lot in reporting of workplace safety violations. So if you report an OSHA violation, happens a lot there. Also happens a lot when an employer asks you to commit an illegal act. And that illegal act doesn't necessarily need to be murder, right? Go murder my wife. What it means is what if they tell you to forge something or to uh, write a number down incorrectly or something that's illegal or if you report illegal activity to an outside authority that's the third way that we see a lot of these sepa claims come up right because it's it's not just retaliation it's more of a whistleblower that's what the conscientious employee protection act does 
It essentially is for whistleblowing protection, disclosing or threatening to disclose activity, um, you know, providing information or testimony to a public body, or objecting or refusing to participate in a particular activity. So uh, one thing I should make you aware of, and again, you know, we're talking in generalities here. This is not legal advice. You need to go and speak with a lawyer in your state. These are general overviews of legal doctrines. In New Jersey, under SEPA, an employee must first inform a supervisor of the alleged violation and then allow the employer a reasonable opportunity to correct the violation. Okay? And the disclosure to a supervisor must be made in writing. There are some exceptions, um, you know, where, like, for example, the employer is reasonably certain that the supervisor is aware of the violation or where the employee reasonably fears physical harm. Um, for the disclosure. But generally speaking, right, you've got to have it in writing. You've got to make a note of it. So those are things that you need to be aware of. And that basically is the answer to your question. Do you have grounds to sue? I don't know your specific factual scenario. You're, you're talking here about uh, reporting as to, to my supervisor that he assaulted you. Um, you know, it's tough without knowing more facts because employment cases are fact-based. In other words, we need to look at them on an individual basis and make a determination as to whether or not your case constitutes hostile work environment, retaliation, or some sort of discrimination, discriminatory practice. And it's really hard without a full set of facts to be able to analyze that. But I think it's important that you understand the basics of SEPA, and retaliation. So hopefully that does answer your question. I want to thank you for submitting your question. You'll be receiving a free UTL radio mug and t-shirt for um, for submitting the question. And I want to remind everybody out there to make sure that you subscribe to the podcast if you're not doing so already. And then that way you get notified when new um, episodes are available. And don't forget to check out our YouTube page and subscribe to our channel because it's different content on the YouTube page than it is here at the blog. Uh, I'm sorry, at the podcast. And yes, there is a blog too. And for all of that information, the central hub, if you will, head over to utlradio.com. Everything is there on that website for you. Links to our social media, uh, email address to contact us, which, by the way, is info at utlradio.com. Telephone number so you can call us. You can even ask a question directly through your computer by using the SpeakPipe widget, which is available on our site. Obviously, this is all free. Um, you can also download for free the top 10 legal writing tips for non-lawyers, which is on our homepage, upper right-hand corner um, in a blue box. You can't miss it. So check that out as well. I want to thank everybody who is a fan of this show, who has followed the show, who has left comments and feedback. It means a lot. It really, really does to know that what we're doing with something that I so strongly believe in uh, is really having an impact on everybody. And I appreciate all of your comments, and I will continue to answer every single one of them. Uh, thank you so much. And I also want to remind you that if you are a business, an entrepreneur, and you're looking for a website development company, why don't you head on over to blakedevelopment.net, check them out, and see what they can do for you. Affordable 
and extremely professional. That's going to do it for today. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and uh, stay tuned because we've got some really great episodes coming up, both with our Q&A, obviously our Monday news show, and then some really great interviews lined up for our Thursday Understanding Business show. So check that out. And by the way, if you miss any of these episodes and you want to do a quick catch up to see if there's anything that you might want to go back and listen to in its entirety, every Friday we've been doing the weekly wrap up, which is a very short, generally 10 to 15 minute show, lets you know what you missed. And then if there's something in particular that you want to go back and listen to, you can go right back to iTunes. You can go right back to the website or wherever you're accessing us. Don't forget, you can also access us on our app which is available on the Android market and on the iTunes store. All right, everybody, please make sure that you share this information with your friends, family, and colleagues, and let them know about utlradio.com, your business success and legal information station. I'll see you next time.